before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to Behind the Counter Podcast. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kevin with Pizza Planet Video. And I'm Kev from Tape Town Video. Morning, brother. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. Uh, how you doing? Good, man. Got my coffee. Got the shop open. Nice. Nice. My Ready? wife, uh, she just picked up a new kind of coffee. So mm-hmm. I'm enjoying a Costa Rica blend. Ooh, today. getting fancy on me. Yeah. Yeah. We're traders. Traders fans in this house. And Trader Joe's has some really good, uh, really good coffee. Oh, nice. We are uh, we are an Aldi's fan, so we get some Aldi's coffee. Okay. It's a dark roast. Always a dark roast. My wife loves a good dark roast. Okay, that's cool. We jam on some dark roast. Uh, I feel like we, we've been kicking it medium for a while, doing that medium roast thing. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So how's it been, man? Uh, yeah, things, uh, it's good, bro. It's good. Lots of good uh, tape hunting this week. Nice. Yeah, I found some good stuff. I was in Kansas City. Uh, actually, me and my wife went to go see Tay Tay, Taylor Swift. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Tay Tay. Yeah, it made my wife very happy. And uh, it was at Arrowhead Stadium, which was kind of cool, man. I'd never been uh, to like a giant arena size concert like that, um, which was really cool. But I also did some tape hunting while I was there. And uh, I found a copy of a movie I've never seen before, but it, it looks really awesome. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called River's Edge. River's Edge. Um, no, I haven't heard that. So it's an, it's a, let's see here, 86. I think it was released originally on an embassy. But, dude, it's got Crispin Glover, um, Keanu Reeves. It's got Dennis Hopper. So I feel like this is the first time. Dennis Hopper and Keanu Reeves were in a movie together. And uh, the premise is like this group of friends, one of them uh, kills their girlfriend and then they try and like basically cover it up. Like the group tries to cover it up. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Crispin Glover. He just looks like he's kind of in his prime in that one. Looks really cool. Um, Let's see what else. Found a copy of Silver Bullet. Yesterday, the Stephen King. Oh, that's so good. Um, who is in that? That's one of the uh, Feldmans, right? Uh, oh, Corey, yeah, that's Corey one of the Corys. Seen, Corey Ham. Yeah, one of the Corys. I think I remember seeing that on TV. Yeah, me too. Like one of those. Again, USA back in the day, USA Network. I feel like had it on like during like the, the October or like the, you know, the Halloween holiday. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, lo- I love the Corys, man. Are you a fan of the Corys? Of course, I'm a fan of the chorus. I was born in the '80s, for God's sakes. Oh, I I wanted to have the sweet headbands and like the leather jacket. Yeah. Um, oh my God, it was yeah. it was so good. Yeah, it's at the point where if I see one of them in a movie, I'm almost expecting the other to be in there. And oh, then yeah. when I watch it and they're not, I'm like, wait, what? I just it gets disappointing. Yeah, like I was watching The Burbs uh, a couple months back. And I was just waiting for Corey Ham to show up, mm. and he doesn't. All right, R.I.P. Corey Ham, R.I.P. I'm gonna pour a little uh, coffee out for the dead homie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what about you? How was your week, dude? So I had a pretty, you know, we talked last episode. Of my week of, of tapes the last couple of weeks have been pretty, pretty lame. Um, but 
I've been trying to complete the set of Land Before Times. Okay. In, in Clamshell. Yeah. Right. We talked about I'm a completionist. Co- collection therapy got me like stoked to collect all of them. Uh, I got all of them now. A friend of mine found the uh, number one in a clamshell, which I was super stoked for. I just couldn't find it in a clamshell. I found hundreds of it in the slip, but I was like, need the clam. But then yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I can't remember who I saw, but I was like, oh, the Disney black labels. Uh, I got you. I wanted to collect all 18 of those. So I again went out and found like Bambi, Dumbo, Jungle Book like all of the the ones that you need to f- I haven't got all of them. I've got about 12 of the 18 so I'm still I'm still looking for some nice um I did find something I was super that since I started this whole collecting of VHS I've wanted to find and one of them's called Taps Taps okay it's an old war movie of, about a college um of like um ROTC kids and they basically the school is going to go they're going to get rid of the school so some of the kids take it over uh okay I found Tron. Oh, great. yeah, dude, that's a great one. Not, nice. a, not an original, uh, uh, an anniversary release, but still, okay. I haven't found any Trons in the wild. Um, yeah. I completed my John Hughes collection with Pretty in Pink. Okay, nice, nice. Um, I got Stand By Me, which is an R- the RCA release, which is, you got to have the RCA release with the, with the yeah. spine. It's just, it's just, it's too good. Um, Speaking of the Corys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, what else did I find? Let's see. I went out. Oh, I found you. I got you a, a little something, something. Oh, I got you that uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, so thank you, so later on we can do a uh, a review of the Nerds. Thank you, friend. You're welcome, buddy. And then yesterday, King Ralph. I found King Ralph. Okay, little John Goodman action. A little John Goodman action. And yeah. then I I found a movie that I wasn't like super stoked on. It's the Flintstones. Remember the Flintstone with John Goodman? Yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of dig that movie a little bit, man. It's not bad. I don't dislike it, but it wasn't something I was, like, searching out. And after yeah. we did last week's episode, uh, I, I read into John Candy, and I found out that John Candy's favorite cartoon was the Flintstones, and he was selected to be Fred Flintstone in that movie, but he died before it was made. Oh, God, that would have been glorious. That would have right? been so great. It would have been so good. So uh, They that, probably would have brought on, like, Macaulay Culkin to do Bam Bam. If he oh. would have done it. Oh I my feel God. like those two, they, yeah, they went hand in hand. And that would have been amazing. Yeah. I, I do, I really appreciate the like practical effects of that movie. And Rick Moranis yeah. was in that too. Yeah, he was in that. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. like, maybe we'll do it. We'll, we'll, we'll watch it and then we'll do a staff pick one day and figure, yeah. it, figure it out. Yeah. It's one of those uh, movies where everything was just bigger than it had to be. For sure. Like like every every piece of the set was like huge and like all of their costumes were huge. And I don't know. It's just kind of cool. Yeah, man. Anything uh, else? Yeah. Did you find this week? No, that's about it, man. Haven't done too much hunting this week. Um, okay. Yeah. So right. that's about I for- it. Oh, I forgot one. I forgot one. I found uh, Jaws: The Revenge. Oh, I found that at the bins. That one is not my favorite. It's kind of it's it's kind of a silly concept, you know. A jaw. A, a, you know, a shark hunts after yeah. <laughs> yeah. someone that killed somebody. Like, like what? How does that? But I like it. Yeah. It's still good, and I'm glad you saved it. That's one that yeah. I've always wanted to find in the wild, dude. It's like it's like an old original MCA, beautiful slip. It's even got some some really cool rental stickers from some place in Des Moines. Uh, and and uh, I love the box art, dude. Like the the shark coming out of the water with its mouth open is the A and Jaws and. Oh, it's just, it's a really cool cover. Um, 
I think that alone is just like, I got to get it. I got to save this one. Yeah. Uh, I'm, and I'm glad we had talked. Are there any grails that like you can only find that you only will find in the wild or are yeah. you, are you open to like trade and buy online? Yeah, like, that's true. We were, we were talking about this a little bit this week. Um, I, I kind of like, I had this idea where like, obviously we both have grail lists, you know, just movies that you just want like more than any other tape. Um, and there's a couple on my list that I've kind of just like I've set aside and I'm only allowing myself to find in the wild. Yeah. And I kind of got there because like I remember when I first started collecting, I like I was looking for Ernest Scared Stupid, one of my favorites like of all time. And I couldn't find it for like for like, I don't know, five, six months. Um, and I, I literally I remember the day and I remember like the location. I remember the store where I found it. I like, I remember walking up and at this thrift world, they have all their tapes lined up like against the window. Like, and so as you're walking up, like I would always be like looking, 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 looking. Oh, what it's new, what's new. And I remember I saw Ernest Scared Stupid from outside the store. And dude, I feel like, I felt like a kid. I felt like I was like running, like throwing the doors open and ran over to the tapes. And I was like, oh my God, like it's here. Like I've been looking for this for like six months. And that feeling, like it was almost in a way just as good as like as as finding the tape itself and watching the tape itself you know uh so there's a couple that i've kind of like i've i've put on the back burner and i'm like i you know i see them every once in a while on instagram trades or i I know i could go and pick it up on ebay or something like that but freaked is one um with alex winter uh it's like that's a that's a that's a great one um monster squad yeah that yeah i like that like yeah keeping that one on the back burner um swamp thing and return to swamp thing i really want to get those (laughs) i that's i mean i I was looking at my list that they're on there too yeah yeah that and near dark i think i think those ones i'm like and and i mean like they're they're not like microwave massacre rare but they're also like i haven't ran into them you know so they're not basic betty's but they're not like insane hard finds either right um, yeah what about you man is there is there kind of like what's what's your view on kind of like saving any or you kind of like would you get them if you came across them so i have a list um of ones that i've remembered from childhood that is 81 tapes long so far nice <laughs> yeah. and then I, I keep chiseling it away everything that i own right now i have found in the wild uh, i've not yeah. bought anything um not traded anything. I am, but cause like, I, I don't know. It's the, it's that hunt, that joy of the yeah. hunt, grabbing it on the shelf or how stoked you get when you're going through like, you know, the regulars at the Goodwill, you're like Titanic, Titanic, you know, saving private Ryan. You're like, Oh my God, how many of these do they have? And yeah. you're like, Oh my God taps or Tron or they live. One I really want to find is Orca. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a jaws spin, except it's a whale that gets pissed off and kills everyone. Right. And I want, I want to find that so bad. Yeah. Um, Beautiful slip too. Oh yeah. They live, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's just, I feel like as a, as a VHS guy, all of us want to find that. Yeah. And you know, then I have stuff like critters and um, like obscure stuff like lawnmower man, lawnmower man Two. You, you know, that kind of stuff. But I'm yeah. o- I don't, I'm okay to trade. I think. 
I'm okay yeah. to trade for it. I just have a problem going on eBay and dropping like 50 bucks for a tape. I don't know. It, nothing against people who do. It, for me, I just feel like I could, I would get much more excitement if I found it. I, yeah. Fair enough, man. I totally feel that. You're but, talking to somebody who sells tapes. And oh, I, <laughs> but, know, I feel like I'm talking myself out of business, but uh, I get it, man. There's, there's those ones that you just like, you know, you'd be down to trade for at the same time. Oh yeah. And I, I, I'm okay every once in a while dropping six, seven bucks, but I would be more okay in, in, in support of someone, right? Like if it's someone on Instagram that I know or you, like I'm totally down to give you guys support. That's how I would view that. But like, just like a random dude on eBay selling something that's obviously a little overpriced. I'm not, I'm not so into. For sure. Yeah. So that's kind of my take on that. Yeah. Nice. And I, and I say this, but I mean, dude, if I, if I ran into somebody and they were like, Hey, I got a, I got a copy of freaked. Uh, I'll trade, I'll trade you some for it. I'd probably be like, Uh, okay. You know, (laughs) twist my arm. Yeah. One thing that I wish, wish I could find more in the wild is we talked about is horror. I cannot find horror movies to save my life. I, I I have a rotation of probably 15 stores, you know, that are, that are within a certain driving distance of the house to get into the shop. And I cannot find horror movies to save my life. I I literally think they just ship them to, to Omaha, bro. I literally, <laughs> that, that is a working theory that I'm just, I think it's a conspiracy. I, I don't, I don't know, dude. Like I feel, sometimes I feel bad when I send you a pic, like I'll find something and I'll be like, oh, just, just on the way home from work and I'll hit one store and all of a sudden it's just, you know, a great horror movie. And I'm like, man, I want to send this to Kev, but I feel bad. No, cause... you should never feel bad. Cause I'm always <laughs> stoked when you find stuff. I'm like, that is awesome. Oh, well, thanks man. Well, Hey, sooner or later I'll hit two. And then I'm sending one your way. So yes, the doubles. <laughs> so I yeah, I'm all I'm all about it. So you should never feel bad. Yeah, I feel like it's coming though. You're due. Like, I am you're, due. You're super due, man, to hit some really good, really good horror stuff. Yeah, I I found some horror stuff on like Facebook Marketplace or whatever. Oh okay. Um, but again, these people are wanting like ninety five dollars for like seven VHSs, and I'm like, yeah. no, like yeah. I'm I get the they're collectibles but at some point you're like they're not originals they're yeah. re- you know what i'm saying like yeah just you ain't gonna get it you ain't gonna get acting that. like <laughs> acting like fucking mark cuban on shark tank like yeah. they know the they know the market or something it's like you know just because you look something up on ebay doesn't mean that's what you're gonna get for right it, you know yeah what you want for it and what you'll get for it are two very different things absolutely yeah i mean that's one thing i've even learned you know doing a little doing a little selling is sometimes i'll pick something up and i'll you know, I'll, I always 100% will drop the price as to what it looks like on eBay and stuff. But even then I got sometimes, you know, you just drop it more. But I mean, the, the cool thing is, you know, it's getting a good home. Like that's that's what it's all about, um, you know. Yeah, for sure. Maybe what we'll do is uh, we'll put a little list together and we'll throw it up on our Instagram and let people see what we're looking for. Yeah. Hey, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. And hey, we want to see your grails. You yeah. Know? I think everybody out there that collects, you know, you got a list. And it's always, it's always fun talking about uh, just rare finds with, with other people, man. I, one thing I really, I really hope this podcast does do is I hope it, it helps make some community for people. You for know? sure. I feel like sometimes uh, collecting tapes, it, you know, it's, there's not tons of people that are doing it, you know, maybe in your area and stuff. And sometimes it's fun to just, you know, throw on something while you're going hunting and 
just you know hearing some folks talk about tapes maybe it maybe it adds that feeling of community you know and i think that's one thing we're we're really hoping to do with this podcast right and we, we talked to, we're not so much reviewing movies we're just we're just talking about movies and right you know we want to help people remember or find movies that they can't they haven't thought about or they've forgotten about so yeah yeah i really like that so yeah if you have a grail list post it on instagram tag us in the photo and you know let's just see if we can help each other out you know it's always fun to see what people are looking for for sure it is man it is you know getting the conversation going and um you know i mean even like speaking of like you know a sense of community and stuff like the you know i wanted to give a big shout out to the VHS bandits. They, uh, they had me on this week and, uh, they're guys that man, you know, I, I would always play while I'm going out hunting and it, it just makes you feel like, you know, you're going out like hunting with, with some other folks. And it just, it has a sense of community and they had me on this week and it was awesome. It was like such a, such a joy to be on their show, man. That's awesome. Yeah. These guys are super cool. Um, I was upset that I couldn't join, but I had a, a, a much bigger event. It was my uh, wedding anniversary. So yeah. Happy I, anniversary, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I, I cannot wait to hear this episode. Um, yeah. Like you said, I always listen to these guys um, when we're in the car heading to uh, collect or, you know, like you said, it's just like it gets you amped to get out there and do it. It does. It really does. You just, you hear people talking about tapes and, you know, old movies and, and it's great. Uh, it's, it's one of those episodes. Um, so all three of us kind of weren't super, we didn't super enjoy the movie. Um, but we had fun, still had fun. Um, it may be, it may be a little bit my fault. (laughs) I didn't finish the movie fully. I don't want to say what it is. I'll like, you know, I'll hold that back. I had sent over five movies because uh, Dana was like, hey, send over a couple suggestions. So I had one in there that I hadn't finished all the way. I'd seen like the first maybe 20 minutes. And I was like, you know, by the cover, you're like, oh, this is this is perfect. This is going to be so great. Uh, but we all watched it. And when we got together for the episode, we were all like, what the fuck happened with this movie? You know, <laughs> but it, hey, we still had a good time. And I know we're, we're going to have them on our show sometime soon. Yeah, for sure. I can't wait to get those guys on our show and yeah. pick them. Just awesome dudes. Such great guys. For sure. Yeah. Um, but hey, listen to the episode. It's a great episode, even though, I mean, you know, sometimes that's going to happen. I'm sure there's going to be, there's going to be shows that we do where we're not necessarily 100% like loving the movie, you know, but for it's sure. just fun to talk about. And uh, yeah. When we'll we'll post up when the uh, episode becomes available for sure. Yes. Also, want to give a shout out to Matt Corley. Uh, he's a listener of ours, um, and he hit us up with a couple suggestions uh, on Instagram, and we want to let him know that we are going to eventually hit on those suggestions that he made, um, and we may even yeah. ha- eventually try to have him on the show down the line. But we would definitely want to get a, a shout out. We love it when you guys give us suggestions. Send us suggestions um, into our uh, DMs and our Instagram, um, and then there'll be a link below to our email. You can email us anything you're, you're thinking about, you know, pros and cons to the sh- you know the show that thing. Hell yeah! Also, Matt, he's like our first uh, our first fan. Yeah, first one to reach out for us for sure. So pumped! Yeah, I, I I'm not gonna lie, I got a little giddy, but uh, I did too, man. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> And the movie that you suggested, let me just say, great movie. 
one of our favorites. For sure. Yeah. We're, again, we're going to keep it secret because it makes it more fun. We'll keep, uh, it keep it secret. Keep it safe. Also want to give a shout out uh, and a little bit of a spotlight to Collection Therapy on Instagram. If you guys don't follow him, Ooh, head yeah. over there. Do me a favor. Follow him. He's, he, he sells movies and tapes yeah. and stuff on his other account. But also he, is, he just makes cool art. He makes these things called uh, wall slabs where oh, he okay. takes movies. He takes the shell. He paints them. He makes it a, a, able to attach to a wall. Um, and if you guys head over there, tell him you heard him on the podcast and use the code Pizza Party. You'll get 10% off in the shop. So give them, give them over there. Give them some love. We would really greatly appreciate it. But checking um, out, go buy some tapes. For sure. I, I, I think he and I have been talking back and forth about Land Before Time. He just found out that I thought I was done at eight. He just found out that there's two more in clamshells. I'm sorry, three oh. more in clamshells. Jesus, it's just never ending. But so we're going to, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to have to. It is never ending. These dinosaurs to, just freaking die already for real like they just keep going like good god this franchise oh, is so extinct already guys for real but Man. uh head over there and uh show him some love and uh yeah. we really appreciate it i'm definitely gonna little, get some of his wall hangings and hang them in the pizza planet video for sure little foot more like pain in the ass am i right for real dude seriously like 11 <laughs> fucking movies good lord it's killing me it's All crazy right. so speaking of dinosaurs for real this week's staff pick is one of my favorites. I am a huge lover of the original trilogy. Oh yeah. And this week's staff pick is Jurassic World. We have learned more in the past decade from genetics than a century of digging up bones. A whole new frontier has opened up. We have our first genetically modified hybrid. Just went and made a new dinosaur? Probably not a good idea. The wall's 40 feet high. Really think she climbed out. Depends. On what? What kind of dinosaur they cooked up in that lab? Jurassic World. Oh, dude, it's it's so good. So it's, yeah, it's great. It's a great watch, man. It really is. So I would not call this movie a reboot of the trilogy this is a continuation of the trilogy it is and that i think that's why i really did enjoy most of it i'll say most of it it has its parts that i'm like eh, you know but for the most part man i love it i enjoy it what's not to like it is a park filled with dinosaurs that is based think- off a park that was filled with dinosaurs <laughs> that killed people come on man that's just I mean, awesome so when I watch a movie, I just I, I love writing. I'm a I'm a writer and I, I I sometimes I can't get past points where I feel like the writing is just really shitty or it's annoying. Um to some of the char- I I just maybe this is my own bias, but I feel like some maybe a little bit more effort could have been put into some of the characters. Like like the first original trilogy, dude, you are or you, even just not the trilogy, but the first one. Let's just talk regular Jurassic Park. Uh you love those characters. You really I feel do. Like, I feel like you are so emotionally invested in their well-being that you are on the edge of your seat the, the entire time. The only one you honestly don't really give a shit about is the lawyer. Right. And, and, I, and I feel like... Uh, and and well, he dies like every lawyer should on the yeah, shit can. Yeah, exactly. I, but I kind of felt like some of the characters in Jurassic World, I felt the same way about them as I did about the lawyer. And I was like, oh, I feel like I should care more. 
I, I, I can see that point. There are characters that you're just like, I don't really yeah. understand. But I mean, for a movie that is based on a park that 22 years prior just imploded in such an amazing way. I just think it's good. I, I like it is. Yeah, you know. totally. The, the callbacks. Fantastic. Do you want to give like a little uh, give us an I mean, I feel like this is one of those movies where you don't really have to give a synopsis. But I, I think people. Yeah, I don't really know if we need to give a synopsis. It's basically they reopened Jurassic Park, calling yep. it Jurassic World. Yep. It is 22 years after the original park opened and the original park's disaster. And they basically are successful. They've had yeah. no incidences. They have so much so that they've had to basically get corporate sponsors to reintroduce new dinosaurs that they're made up because people right. are so used to seeing dinosaurs that it's not interesting anymore. Right. And then it all goes to shit in a yes. glorious, glorious <laughs> way. Yes. Which I felt like when they said that, I, I like that when that whole speech where they're kind of like, you know, kids aren't thrilled by seeing dinosaurs anymore. I felt like they were almost looking dead at the camera and they're like, the viewers don't really give a shit about dinosaurs anymore. So we're having to crank this shit up. That was basically like <laughs> them talking to the viewers while we're watching it. It's so good. I mean, Chris Pratt's in it. I'm a big fan of Chris Pratt. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed everything he does. Um, yeah. It must have been really cool for him because uh, he he lived like out of his van in Hawaii before he like got discovered acting. Right. He lived on a beach. Yeah. Yeah. He was working at like Bubba Gump Shrimp in I, I think he was in I think he's in Maui. Right. In, in Oahu and stuff. So that must have been like insanely cool for him. You right. Know? And like, he's he owns a big oh ranch. He's all about fishing and yeah. you know hunting and some of that. So yeah, I think like this is a very um awesome role for him i mean can it get any more just freedom than chris pratt on a motorcycle like with three velociraptors around him riding into battle i mean only thing that would make it even better is if he was eating a cheeseburger holding a flag like other than that <laughs> that's pure freedom right there that's just america yeah i mean, yeah, I mean it's pretty it was pretty great man and the indominus rex oh that was a badass dinosaur yes dude i was like really we're going to make a dinosaur. I'm not really into that. But then when they did it and they showed it, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And I was stoked that, you know, B.D. Wong was back. Yeah, the, the scientist, dude, great. Henry Wu. I mean, I, I, I like him. Like, he's been in like, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Law and Order SVU. He's, he's okay. always the, the psychiatrist in that. But like having him back, but then finding out he's a bad guy. Yeah. And that, and that I, I don't know. <laughs> Mind blown. Seen fallen kingdom but that i have continue. not because okay, my so son was born right around the time that that happened so i i need okay. to find it and, and 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 get out there and see it but he was in there i was like oh i'm glad they're bringing some people back from the old trilogy yeah let's see what can happen and then he's like oh yeah i'm making some badass dinosaurs with cuttlefish dna oh you wanted this i put some frog dna in there oh you wanted this i put a ninja's dna in this thing and boom a dominus rex yeah and the twist, the twist with the Rex was pretty sick. Right. Love and, that part. You know, the kids go to the park to see their aunt. The aunt is the, she kind of runs the park. When she's selling it, she's like, congratulations, you now own this whatever dinosaur. I was just like, oh no, corporate America's taking over dinosaurs. They, yeah. I mean. Yeah. But then, so you have some issues with this movie. 
<laughs> okay, let's just let's just talk about this older brother for a second. Easily the worst part of the movie. I couldn't fucking stand this kid. Okay, let's just, let's just lay let's just lay this shit out, right? Like the movie opens, they're getting ready like to go on this like vacation. So, this kid's sitting like in the back of his like parents Mercedes-Benz. He's got his like Beats by Dre headphones on. He's got like this you know, a beautiful, like, blonde girlfriend that's, like, crazy about him. Like, she could model for JCPenney's or something. And he's, like, he's, like, sitting there on his, about to go to a tropical island without his parents, without his parents, and go see dinosaurs. Not just go see dinosaurs, but his aunt is a, like, VIP, works for the park. You're not going to have to wait in any, in any line kind of deal. And he's just sitting there. He's just like, yeah, fuck, fuck everybody, fuck the world. But at the same care. time, he's a teenager, bro. Every, I don't, I don't teenagers care. hate everything. He, he was just the worst. I mean, because he's a cool teenager. I was a nerdy teenager, so I'd have been like, well, first off, I probably wouldn't have had a girl talking to me. But that's 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 a whole that's other. What I'm saying. That's a whole like, other episode. Dude, like, th- like if I if I was that age and I had like you know a pretty girl that like liked me that much, man, I, I would just I'd be on cloud nine all the time. Right? You're going to see dinosaurs, man. Get excited. He just can't. Damn teenagers. But his brother can. Holy crap. Yeah, but I love that. I love the little brother. Just Even just because it's like, I feel like you're supposed to be set, like, feeling the wonder as an audience that he's feeling going to the park. And he was a a great window to to feeling that. I like, that didn't bother me as much just because I kind of took it for face value. Teenagers who are what they are. I, I know. Because you kind of have the annoying older brother and the annoying little brother. And then obviously this movie's going to make them bond through a tragedy. That's just kind of the, how this works, right? I know. I and know. I know that's like the point of the story and stuff. I, I just couldn't wait for him to get killed off. And if you I, kinda... I wanted him to be killed off so <laughs> bad. I was like, I was like, man, I hope, I hope he dies before the plane takes off. Wow. Some aggression there. Yeah. You might want to talk to somebody about that. I mean, that's what we, it's, it's all good. <laughs> But if you think about it, it's kind of an ode to the first Jurassic Park where the brother and sister, one is super into it, one is super not, you know, but they weren't weren't at each other's throats as much as these these brothers are. But again, I guess it's kind of an ode to that. Um, I guess you're right. Okay. 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 So, you know, so the brothers, they know the one brother annoyed you. Go ahead. Go ahead. What else we got here? Here, here's one thing. And I mean, I know you're probably not supposed to think too much into it and that's cool. Um, but like, why is he training these raptors? Like, is he training them for military purposes, or is he training because they need to be trained because they're part of a park attraction? Uh, you know, that's did, a... they, did, did they really make that clear? No, they never really did. I took it as they were training as kind of like a you know a, a science experiment to see if it could be done. I mean, it was obviously being funded by a kind of. I don't, I don't want to say military, but more of a weaponized part yeah. of the company that owns the park. Yeah. And he wasn't stoked on it because he wanted to see if he could train these animals. I mean, yeah, it would be cool to do it. Probably do a show. I, I would see them maybe juggling, um, <laughs> doing, doing tricks like you see in the circus, maybe once yeah. on each other's backs. But yeah. I, I took it as kind of that, like I, as an experiment, he's the good hearted guy that's working for a corporation to kind of, that he's not super excited about, but using that so he can do work that he is excited about, you know, that kind of whole okay. double-edged sword. That's kind of okay. where I took that. Okay. But... I, I was just, I was, I was just confused because 
the later they're like, you know, you've done these field tests before. And he's like, yeah, we've done these field tests. So I'm like, oh, okay. So you've, you've done this like part of your job before where you have the Raptors trained and you're going out to like hunt something. But then at the same time, he was acting like he didn't super understand that they were being funded by military people. And it, like the dude took like so much time to explain it. And he's just like, nope, nope, not feeling it. But it was like, but you've also done field tests with them before. I don't know. I just I like mean, at the, the end fact... of the day, he's supposed to just be riding on a motorcycle with the Raptors. Of course. And I just like the fact that you can control three highly trained predators with a clicker like you train your dog. I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, he was like, here's a mouse. Click, click, back up. And this Velociraptor's like, you're right. My bad. I'm not sure what that clicky thing is. So I'm a little scared. I was just impressed by that because yeah. most people can't even get their dogs to sit with that thing. But I mean, Velociraptors are apparently easier to train. Who knew? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was cool, man. I, I definitely, I definitely like it. Um, how'd you feel about the CGI? It didn't bother me. I felt yeah. like it fit the movie nicely. You know what I'm saying? Like it blended nice. I yeah. mean, let's be honest when that, I, I, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that dinosaur's name. The one that came out of the water and ate the great white shark. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the big, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The big fish thing. Oh, my God. That was, I was just like, I'm not even going to lie. I was sitting in the theater. I think I clapped. Yeah. <laughs> At the end? Oh, I was just like, no, just when that fish came out of the water, ate, ate the oh, shark, okay. I was just like, yes. I I, that didn't bother me. I felt like it really made it feel like a park, right? You know, instead of just like riding around, look, it, like, yeah. It was immersive. I don't know. Yeah. I just and when they ride the baby dinosaurs, yeah, th- yeah, that was I'm, cool. I'm not also not going to lie when the when the pterodactyls tried to pick up said baby dinosaurs, uh-huh. I may have called them assholes out loud. <laughs> and I was like, put that little baby triceratops down, you dick. Yeah, you put him down now. You put him down. You do not disrespect baby Ow. triceratops. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, did, I did like that, man. I felt like that was part of Hammond's vision right? That you, you see him almost map it out in Jurassic Park, but it never really comes full circle because it gets like completely destroyed on the test run. Right. Right. And so and, you, you see it, which is cool. Right. And I, I like how you see behind the scenes, the park, you know, you kind of see the, the control booth a little bit more, yeah. um, which they brought in a little comedic effect in there as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that. I really, I really was excited about that. I, I, I mean, really, I think this movie was just well done. I liked the park. I liked the visitor center. I liked, and I also like the ode to the old Jurassic Park, like when they found the Jeeps, um, when they found yeah, the old visitor uh, center dude. and the banner was still there, the, the skeleton of the old Tyrannosaurus Rex was there. Yeah. Now, so you, your only issues were the training of the Velociraptors and the, the older. Well, more, okay. More, I, I just, I didn't feel emotionally invested and I feel like, I feel like that's it's a really important thing when you're doing a Jurassic Park movie. Like even three, like I I feel like people give Jurassic Park three a lot of shit. Um, but I I understood why these characters were there. I understood who they were, and it made me feel like I was on this journey with them. Right. In in a way. Uh, and I mean, for the most part, I feel like I understood why these why these characters were there and stuff. I I don't know. It, it just. It wasn't quite as hard hitting as some of the others, I guess. But it, I feel like at the same time, I'm saying that it made up for it in other in other ways. Um, but let's. I'm trying to think of any other. I don't know. 
any other stuff. I, I kind of wish the CGI would have been blended a little bit more with some real effects. Okay. You know, I feel like, you know, when the Tyrannosaurus Rex in Jurassic Park, like, looks down into it, dude, it is, it is clearly, like, something that they took time to build. And it's, like, it's, it's crazy. And it's, it's frightening, you know? And not, not that there weren't moments in this that were super, like, on the edge of your seat frightening. But you just kind of, you know, some dude's just working it up on his computer, you know? For sure. Yeah. I, I there there was one cool callback. I'll say this: when the brontosaurus or whatever it is, the like long necked dinosaur is like dead in the field. Uh huh. I think they built at least the front, like maybe ten, fifteen feet of that, and they tried to do like the callback, like with uh, the triceratops, where Doctor Grant just like leans on it, you know? Oh and he yeah. Goes up and down with the breathing. Um. So that was cool. I like that. Yeah, for sure. I I mean I just like this story. Again, this is a it's a I don't want to call it a reboot. It's a continuation, but it's essence. It's a reboot of the first one, right? Except it's just moved a little bit further along. The park actually succeeded for a while until they got too greedy. Right. And then in the first Jurassic park, the park failed because again of greed, corporate greed. Um, but I liked how they, you know, they showed it working, you know, they, it's like you went to universal studios just with just dinosaurs. And I mean the, the little sphere ride, I want to ride that ride. Like that's how good this movie was is I wanted to go there so bad. Right. I wanted to yeah. ride in the sphere. I wanted to listen to Jimmy Fallon. Tell me how to be safe in the sphere yeah. and how the sphere was safe. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to have a dinosaur balloon. I wanted to go to, I believe there's a, um, a Margaritaville, like in the village. I want to go have a cocktail. Yeah. Which leads me to one of my, my wife's favorite thing is when the guys, all those um, pterodactyls and like the edited, like the, modded up pterodactyls fly in and start attacking people yeah you see a guy running with both margaritas in hand yeah that is a cameo it's awesome it is said to be jimmy buffett yeah so oh is it really that's what they say because again there's a margaritaville (laughs) restaurant in there but i like the fact that even though dinosaurs are flying at your face you got to have your beverage with you oh yeah fuck it i paid twenty dollars for these (laughs) (laughs) no i mean i don't know i just this movie excited me again like the like jurassic park did in my childhood i was just like this is awesome that's cool um i like that no i think this was a great movie i would like again this is a staff pick for me i would recommend this to anybody out there yeah i i love the easter eggs did you catch a few of the easter eggs uh which ones you talking about like uh even um so when they go to the welcome center and they're like walking through you know obviously like they pick up the bone that was, you know, from the like Tyrannosaurus Rex skeleton from when you first walked in, you know, uh, oh, and yeah. the welcome sign. You'd said that before. Um, the, the, the one, well, I think the younger brother picks up a pair of binoculars and it's like, uh, the, like one of the pairs that the, the younger kid was looking through in the first Jurassic Park. Oh, that's right. And yeah. then the Jeeps that are used, I think the number that they use. It's like what twenty? I think it's twenty something. Okay, I can't remember, but that was the same Jeep used in the original Jurassic Park to take them from the helipad to the park. Yeah, just old odes to like that. I really, I really, um, yeah, really dig. Super tight. Um, yeah. So there's a couple fu- fun fan theories about this movie. Ooh, okay, hit me. Chris Pratt's character is the grown-up version of the boy Grant intimidated with the raptor claw at the original dig site. I heard that. I did hear that at some point. That's so, uh, yeah, so they say that the, uh, the understanding of 
pack hunting behavior then can be explained by the warning Grant gives in the first film. Owen also says that he works with the Raptors. He shows them respect, something that Grant also warned about. I was just like, oh my God, that's amazing. Wouldn't that be cool? I I don't do a lot of fan theory. I don't, that's what you and I talk about. You, when you watch a movie, you kind of watch it from a different angle than I do. I watch a movie from the, the pure fact of entertainment. I'm watching it as a standalone film that is super enjoyable to watch. And then I, I like to find some Easter eggs and things, but like, it's just fun to watch movies. Right. right? And so I get mad if I'm like, that wasn't super good. Or, you know, I can find good in just about any movie I watch, but like, I do enjoy reading fan theories every once in a while about certain movies like Jurassic park or, um, you know, back to the future or things of that nature. Yeah. Or like a lot of them is uh, versus like aliens. Yeah. And Blade Runner, there's a fan theory that says, well, that's a whole yeah. other podcast. It's th- those are the same universe. Yeah. So that totally. kind of stuff. But no, I thought that was a super fun. There's a lot of crazy fan theories about this movie, but I was cool. like, that's I the like only that, one that man. I was like super into. But I like that. Did you, did, oh, I was going to, I was going to mention this. Did you know that they filmed part of this at a, uh, like abandoned Six Flags? No, that's awesome. Yeah. So all the scenes where they're kind of in that like main avenue of the park that was filmed in new orleans or some of it was at least maybe not all of it that's killer yeah so i guess the park had gotten damaged by katrina and so they shut it down uh and so it was just like vacant for a couple years and so they used it as kind of a a set in a way and i guess i guess maybe then they kind of like would cgi some of the Hawaii mountaintops in there or something, but yeah, I read see, that when I was looking it up. See, that's that's the kind of fun stuff I like to find out. This is a great movie. People should go out and watch it. And, Absolutely. You know, don't worry about it potentially ruining or anything like that. Just it doesn't, in my it opinion. It doesn't. It adds. I would say it totally. It definitely totally adds. adds. Correct, because you know yeah. when they you know, they reboot some things or they make new trilogies. It kind of ruins the original. I don't think that at all. No, I think it's amazing. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, and, and David Wallace is in it. <laughs> oh yeah. It's so Are good. you an office guy? I am not an office okay. guy. At okay. All. The, I get a lot of flack manager, for that. Uh, like Michael Scott's manager on the office is the dad. Oh, yeah, he—he, he, I mean, dude, he just—he's not in that much stuff. But every time I see him, I just expect him to be like, "We're closing down the Camden branch," and then everybody's like, "Ah, oh, what the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, I get a lot of flack because I'm not an Office fan. I'm not a Parks and Rec fan. I'm not a Seinfeld fan. Oh man, that's the—that's the big three. I feel like those are our go-to's. In <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm gonna get flack from that, but it is what it is. It is what it is, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, guys, we always appreciate the support from our listeners, the you know, the comments. Um, we would love to hear from you guys. Like we said earlier, yeah. give us DMs in the uh, Instagram. Let us know what you want to hear or what do you want us to watch and talk about. If you want to email, I'll put a link in below. Also, if you want to head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, and review, that'd be super helpful for us. Also, there's a link in the description below. Um, if you ever want to support us, all that basically would go back to us, you know, coming up with cool swag and just keep this show going when we would greatly appreciate it. And as cool, always, cool swag. oh yeah, for swag, definitely. Cool swag. Uh, which, which may be in the works, which may be in the works. Just keep your eye on that Instagram feed. Um, if you don't always already follow us, it's behind the counter 
podcast and head over there and just give us a like. And as always, if you guys have any questions or need any help, we are the guys behind the counter and we're happy to do so. Yeah. And don't be a jabroni. Rewind that tape, homie.